Hey everybody, welcome to the Podrapolegics Podcast, brought to you by Arizona Spinal Cord Injury Association. That's azspinal.org. I am Sean Dallas Hall. I am here with Don Price, Eric Kenning, and we are three guys with 100 plus years combined of life experience with living with disabilities. And no, we are not medical professionals. I will state that one more time just in case you didn't hear it. We are not medical professionals, so if you are having some type of actual emergency medical issue, please contact your doctor, 911, any of those things. Not us, all right? Take what we say with a grain of salt. Also, Parental discretion is advised. I have a terrible mouth. I apologize. Yes, he does, ahead of time. And, um, <laughs> and, and And please, no matter what happens, don't sue me or Don. Yeah. Send that over to Eric. What? Uh, no, don't sue me either. <laughs> Send that over to Eric. <laughs> He's that, that's at azspinal.org really? again. Really? Slash really? Eric. <laughs> Slash Eric. <laughs> Anyways, Ooh. hey, guys. Uh, housekeeping items, we got a few of them to do. Eric's going to do uh, a few a few news items, um, and uh, then we'll we'll get into the show. Eric, go ahead. Um, just wanted to let you know, we got a couple things. Um, you know, one thing that happens with our organization, we have a lot of things that rotate, we, we do throughout the year, uh, like bingo, hiking in nature, we do wheelchair skills courses, we have a softball game coming up at the end of March. And then we have a big conference that's coming up March 6th. Now, this conference is great because it, it just there's a ton of vendors there, and we have a lot of information that gets disseminated, especially if you've never done this conference and you have you know, any sort of disability or caregiver, family member of a caregiver. We'd love to see you there. There's just you're, you'll find something there, I guarantee you. And if you are there, you're going to see a Mr. Eric Kenning. Yeah. Probably Mr. Don Price. I'll be there. Where does it take place? I believe it's Willow Springs Conference, Conference Center. Center. Yeah. yeah in Phoenix. I believe it is. I believe that That's is in Phoenix, it. Arizona, by the it way. Is. Right. Who's listening? Maybe not from Arizona. Maybe you're abroad. I don't know. It's well, in Phoenix, now that's Arizona, not the located correct term. In the I think United they States. want to be women. I think it's oh. women, not a Where's that? Beep, boop, boop. Well, we need that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be sampling that. Don't yeah, worry about it. Sample that. Um, the uh, If you want to find out more information or register for the, any of this stuff, just go to azspinal.org. Azspinal.org. All right, fellas. Let's get into it. I'll tell you what. We had our first show last time. Got posted. Yeah, our very some first. Lessons. Inaugural show, and I mean, I put it out to all my friends and family, and a lot of people listened. And uh, I have our, our super, our first super fan, which is my mom. Hey, now, yeah, hi, mom, I love you. My mom is not a super fan because I said the f word. She counted nine times. Uh oh, nine times. <laughs> wow. Oh, dang. So she said she's not going to maybe become we, a, a super fan until I curb my enthusiasm. We may have to have a swear <laughs> jar here. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to have a jar. But so one. so what was the feedback you guys got? I mean, well, clearly we know we're just beginning and we're amateurs. Speak much. for I mean, yourself. Well, yeah, I know you have some broadcasting <laughs> experience. But as far as podcasting goes, you're you're with you're with yeah. two guys that have never done this before and uh you know, so I'm I'm just curious what you guys heard back. I I heard very positive things. Uh, I I heard that uh people really enjoyed the fact that we split it into segments and we were answering some people, actual people's questions, I heard that was was good. I know a lot of people said they really enjoy when we give our own personal stories and our own quips of our lives of things that happened. Um, By the way, if you do want to leave a comment, all of our podcasts are going to YouTube as well. Now, we would like you to go to Spotify, okay, to listen to us. But if you'd like to leave a comment, go to YouTube and just type in Padraplegics. It'll pull us up. Yeah, I think I missed that in the beginning, didn't I? So uh, much for all that experience. That's that what I'm yeah, here uh, for, man. There we go. Yeah, so I'm check us out on YouTube, Spotify, uh, soon to be Apple, iTunes, uh, also azspinal.org slash podcast. Podcast. Please subscribe, leave a comment, any of those things. It helps us help you, and that's what we are here to do. Yep. So, like anyway. us, do the notification, yep. any any of that stuff that you can do with YouTube, do it. 
leave like and also leave questions for yeah. us. Absolutely. Uh, we'll get to them. We'll, we will see them all. We'll read them all, and we will try to get to as many as we can. And uh, I think if you search Padraplegic, it might come up. Uh, you want to spell that, Sean? Uh, I told you I wasn't <laughs> going to do it. Yeah. P-O-D-R-I-P-L-E-G-I-C. <laughs> Padraplegic. Padraplegic. That's how I spell. You got it. So, yeah, search that and leave us comments. Or P Pod Rip Lagic. There we whatever, go. Whatever works. Oh, potato, that. potato, tomato, tomato, my friend. Um, <laughs> I, but yeah, I thought I thought overwhelmingly most people enjoyed um, our first show, even though you know it, it was our first show, and, and we understand that, and we strive to get better every time we're on here, and uh, we will strive to help everybody out and answer as many of those questions as we can get to. Amen. Absolutely, we're gonna do it. Yeah. Anything, anybody, any else? What about you? you um, you know, I had some friends um, when they recognized I was talking about events that happened in, in my life. Um, they were just like, "Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember being there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got some really good, uh, good kudos based on that, and uh, I'm getting some good feedback. I'm still getting the word out to my family, and so they're going to be listening. And and uh, so I haven't heard a whole lot back from them, but a couple of my friends, yeah, they really liked it a lot. They thought it was really cool. They thought it was really positive. To tell you the truth, they really think it's, um, you know, what we're doing is we're we're actually getting out some information that's not always readily available. Absolutely, especially to people who may not be out in in out in you know the the public or out in places like Ability Three Hundred and Sixty or things of the sort uh, on a daily basis or weekly or even monthly basis who who don't necessarily have interaction with other people who may have the same disability as them or may have something you know maybe more more towards more like them maybe maybe they feel isolated in some way um, maybe hopefully we can help them. Yeah, and I. I I will underscore what you guys just said. The people that um, reported back to me loved the personal stuff. Um, my sister said the humor was great. She just loved when we were, you know, jabbing at each other a little bit. And then the other thing, uh, request for more Nina. So Nina's here, yeah. too. Hi, Hi everybody. Nina. Hi there. Yeah, so we Nina's an RN, by the way. I think that was one thing, too, that we forgot to say in the beginning. That I forgot to say. Sorry. Yeah. I, 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 I roped everybody in on that one. <laughs> I wanted you all to fail with I, me. I'm curious. I'm curious if Nina heard anything, or did you listen to the show? What do you think? I, I she, get to hear it live, so yeah. you know, I, I love listening to your guys' show, and I think it's it's really great. Yeah. So Nina's here. She's an RN, so she's going to help us answer some of the questions or, or a few things that we're going to talk about today as well. Um, so I mean, maybe we want to get right into that. You want to get into that? Sounds good. Yeah. So today. Yeah. Um, I, I was asked by several people uh, to talk a little bit about pressure sores, pressure ulcers, pressure injuries, I believe they're called now. Um, like maybe if we had had them, uh, what we did to get rid of them or what we do in our daily lives to avoid getting pressure ulcers. Um, pressure ulcer is a breakdown of the skin in mostly bony areas or soft tissue areas of the body. Uh, that you leave pressure on too long and they start to form from the inside out. Correct, Nina? Am I right on that one? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so they can become very, very bad. They can lead to multiple different medical problems. Complications. Not, complications. Infections, sepsis, like you were saying. Leave you stuck in, in your bed for 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 years, right? I mean... Oh, yeah. I, okay. I know people that have to go and get a like a skin flap surgery sure. and surgery they're in it for they're in their bed laying on their belly for extended periods of time yeah. um you know for me um i notice when i get blackheads they turn into boils and from boils they go to pressure sores you've been dying to talk about this so you might as well get it. i have i have you've been dying. oh my right. god you've been dying to uh, talk about popping pimples so yeah. let's get into it i guess Boy, my wife she goes after them she checks those suckers she's like let me look at your butt <laughs> <laughs> There's a visual again. Parental discretion advised. We we are not medical professionals. <laughs> obviously, he's talking about butt pimples. Yep, but I tell you what, uh, she it it really helps. You know to have to sure. to make sure someone can actually look, make sure that you know something's not developing. I mean, I, I work here at this Spinal Cord Injury Association, and 
I got to tell you, I've seen clients die from this. That's how serious it is, people. I mean, it just breaks my heart to see someone die from a pressure sore. Right. Well, if you think about it, uh, we are a chapter of the Christopher Reeve Foundation, right? Yeah. Christopher Reeve, famous actor. A lot of younger people don't know who he is, but... Superman. Superman. He was in the Superman movie, first one, as Superman, and he was injured in the middle of the 80s. He was thrown from a horse, broke his neck, became a high-level quadriplegic, and, um, you know, he was out there. He had all the money you could have to, to get it rehab and care, and still he ended up with a very, very serious decubitus, and... Um, from what I heard, that was the cause of his death. He ended up with an infection. He wouldn't stay down, and it caused sepsis and shut everything down. So if you think about somebody that has everything you could possibly have going for you and still dying of a, a pressure injury, that shows how dangerous they are. They're very dangerous, extremely. I mean, yeah. I know uh, I had them. I've had them. I've had when I came out of the hospital from my very first, when I, after my accident, uh, was when I had the most of that. I, I had five of them at one time. Oh, my goodness. So I had them on both of the outside of my ankles, uh, both of my heels, the back of my heels, and then one on my coccyx, which is right there on your tailbone. Mm-hmm. That's pretty common with very the coccyx. Common. And the heels are very common. Yeah. Wait, you, you came out of rehab with that? Mm-hmm. See that? To me, is inexcusable. inexcusable. I, I don't see how you can, of any places, t- to get a the cube in a hospital. Uh, I mean, a rehab hospital especially. Right, and, and uh, I, I tell you, that's probably where most of them, most people, it is even get them. You know, I mean, from from my experience, uh, most of the people I've talked to, they they get that's where they get them from from being in a bed in a hospital, for, you know, you say you go in for a, a a bladder infection that's really bad that that got really bad and you need IV antibiotics. You got to be there for at least three to seven days, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're in bed three to seven days. If you're not used to that situation, right, you're not moving and rolling as much as possible. If you don't stay on top of nurses to, to come in and move and roll you, then, boom, pressure sores can form with within two three hours. You know, you don't you don't need you don't yeah. need a whole day of sitting in in, in one bad spot. Yep. That rattling you hear is my head shaking in disgust because <laughs> it, I, I really don't think that should ever happen in a hospital setting. I agree with you. And but it does. That's, yeah, that's malpractice. It definitely does. And, and so, uh, you know, for me, when I had those, they they stayed for quite some time. And, I, I mean, I still have the scars. I still have all the scars, all five scars from those. Um, and and I've, I think that I learned how to, I guess, what do you want to call it? Uh, reduce pressure or do do pressure relieves reliefs on my own. Uh, I I I didn't really. They taught you. They teach you to lean your chair if your chair tilts or, or reclines. I guess, or they teach you to do that. I they say every like fifteen or thirty minutes to do that, right? But yeah. for me, that didn't really do it. For me, I'm I'm more of a leaner, right? I, mm-hmm. I'd rather lean and push off my armrest yeah. or push push up off both my elbows. I do the same thing, right? Yeah. Tilt my chair back a little bit. Um, and also when I'm when I'm sleeping, uh, I I have different positioning for when I sleep. So I use I when I sleep, I use seven pillows. Yep, and I have a total yep. of seven pillows that I use for my. My whole sleep sleep setup, you know what I mean? But but wow. it's it's for a reason because yeah. I don't want those. You don't want to be you don't want to get them because you, if you do, you're in trouble for sure. What do you guys do for setups? Um, or, or for pressure relief, sir. For me, I, I I move around. I I I try not to stay in one spot. Um, that's you know even if I like play a video game, I have to move. You know, and as long as I keep moving around, you know, shifting from side to side um, instead of favoring one specific position, um, I I have the luxury of being able to transfer on my own. So right. I'll transfer to other other chairs and give my butt a a different topicology to work with. <laughs> uh, question for you, Eric: Do you have sensation down there? Uh, partial paralysis. So I do have some sensation. Um, it comes and goes. Um, sometimes I'll feel, sometimes I'll get real sensitive. Other times it'll, in fact, uh, my wife will pull my leg hairs once in a while 
on my leg and I'll go, oh, oh. <laughs> and, and she goes, you can't feel that. And I go, well, it should hurt. <laughs> you know? So, so we play around with that um, because in my, it's like a puzzle with my leg. I mean, really, there's certain spots I can feel, certain spots I can't, but it's it's hard to identify where that is. That's kind of yeah. the same way with me. I don't know about you, but you, what about you, Don? Do you have any uh, feeling? No, I don't have any feeling below my my belly button, pretty much. So you're you're a can an extreme candidate of of pressure ulcers. Pressure ulcers are, you know, people who can't have zero feeling are are more prone to to receiving yeah. those. I am, and actually, I've been very lucky over my. 37 years, uh, I haven't had a serious decubitus or pressure injury. And, um, I mean, part of that is luck. Part of it is taking care of myself. Like Eric said, having someone check your skin every night. And then also, you know, having the right cushion. And, big uh, deal, that's too. a that big deal. That makes a big yeah, yeah, yeah. difference. Figure out what works for you. Yeah, DMEs are different. Are yeah. a big deal. What, uh, what do you use? I have I, a Rojo. I use a Rojo. Um, I use a Rojo with the uh, the 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 Quattro or yeah, quadro. the Quattro thing where you can switch between where where you let the air move with you or you can lock the air in to your specific position. Mine, I don't think mine's a rojo i forgot what the name is um it is but it's a saddle cushion it's a foam it's a foam saddle cushion custom so, made does it have for a you hole? yeah yeah it, does it have a hole in the middle um it's got a dip but it's not a complete hole uh it's made so that i can have better balance so it, it hits um at my iliacs on the side so it gives me better stability when nice. i'm wheeling around so they have those two the ones that have the actual hole where the coccyx is right so they mm-hmm. have it, you it puts the pressure more on your on your butt on your thighs. Oh, that's than cool. It, than it does, your coccyx is floating more more or less, right? They have those. You can talk to really any doctor or, or durable medical equipment company about those things. So I don't know, you know what you as far as all of it getting paid for. I guess that's a whole nother ball of wax. Um, right. I don't know yeah. what Medicaid or Medicare covers on that end. By the way, as a side note, Arizona Spinal Cord Injury gets donations all the time. There you go. So you never know. We get, we get, um, it's not uncommon to get wheelchairs donated, power chairs donated, sure. shower chairs, slide boards, stuff like that. Um, no, we don't always have it, but we do have a storage locker. So give us a call or uh, look at our website. Our phone number's on there too. Yeah, send Eric a message, by the way, just just for fun. Just do it. I send mean, Eric a message. If, if, you, if, if you gotta. Um, <laughs> the, the phone number is 602-507-4209. I, I just want to say something about uh, cushions again. Yeah. You know, a lot of times people say their, their insurance will deny them a cushion. Um, simple way around that is write or, uh, you know, appeal it for sure. And then just point out the difference between a $500 cushion and $10,000 or $100,000 stay in the hospital for a pressure injury. And they will say, how fast can I get this cushion to you? Because, you know, prevention is everything. Yeah, and another thing that that adds to those is diet. I think diet plays a huge part. People who smoke, too, you know, lack of circulation, you know, definitely if you're in a chair, stop smoking. It's it's terrible for both your bladder and your circulation through your body. Unless you're smoking hot, then I mean, come on. Or if you're you know you're smoking something else, <laughs> <laughs> right? But that's another show. Again, we're not doctors, <laughs> and please don't sue us. Um, Why are you wearing the stethoscope? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. That's something. That's for something else, Doc. All right, that's for something else. Get Don. to that later. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, diet's a huge thing, you know. Diet, I think diet's a huge thing for almost about everything in my life. Um, I know that as far as with skin problems and all that stuff, they definitely, uh, your skin holds up a lot. My skin holds up a lot better when I'm eating well, when yeah. I'm, when I'm sleeping well, when I'm hydrated, when I'm, you know, all those kind of things. I'm moving around more and I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not sleeping as much, those kind of things, you know. Those, those are, a, that's a good way to avoid it as well. Yeah, I've definitely found that even just changing my diet, I, I tell you what, I, uh, I just changed one thing in my, di- in my uh, diet, and that was eat oatmeal in the morning. And I lost weight. And I can already tell you, I, it's better. Like, my body feels better. I can move better. I can, everything feels better. Well, I do know that for people that have a pressure injury, um, they recommend high-protein diets. 
because yeah. protein is what's going to help you heal up that sore. Are we talking so, raw eggs? What, uh, any kind of protein you can think get. Think Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, peanut butter, and beef jerky, whatever <laughs> you got to do. Whatever you think Arnold would eat. Wait, yeah, peanut butter and beef jerky is yeah. one? I mean, yeah, that would be interesting. Hard-boiled eggs, whatever. Yeah. No, but that, that is very important if it you're is. healing up. You, you need to do the high protein. I, I just heard a recipe where you cook steak and you put peanut butter on the steak. I heard it tastes amazing. You try it first, bud. Yeah, um, let us know. Guys, come on now. <laughs> smooth or crunchy? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to try to smooth to start with and All see right. where it goes. All right. Well, let's. We can move on too to a little bit of a, a little bit of like what to do if you have a pressure. Ulcer. Well, the first thing is to get off of it. I mean, that's that's number one with a star. With a bullet. With a bullet, get off of it. Stay off of it as long as you can, and. Um, you know, that's hard to do because we all go stir-crazy laying in bed. Absolutely. I know it, it's so hard to do. And sometimes if it gets bad, you have to stay in bed for an ex- extended period of time. Yeah. Cleaning it is a, is a major thing. Uh, I, I would I would say have a professional do that, right, Nina? I mean, you could maybe yeah. speak. In, I, how would you go about, as an RN, cleaning a, let's say, open pressure ulcer? Yeah, absolutely. With any um, pressure ulcers, you're going to want to get it treated as soon as you you see it. You're going to want to get it looked at. um, You know, sepsis is one of the biggest things, so you might have to get on antibiotics. But um, cleaning it, there's uh, a bunch of different options. Sometimes they say just soap and water. Um, There's some medicated soaps that you can use for it. Uh, Sometimes they might have a, a kind of a debrider to make sure that you don't start getting necrotic tissue in there, just depending on how bad the the sore is. So um, if it does get bad enough, then you you do need to get a medical professional to treat it. What what are some warning signs maybe in your experience that you've seen that maybe people could see, okay, before they even get one? Just even just a little bit of uh, pink areas. Um, if you notice, if you touch it and it turns white, then that's not a good sign. You know, that's what we call blanchable or non-blanchable. So um, little things like that, even if it's not open yet, like just a little bit of pink soreness in that area or just um, irritation, you're already thinking there. You're already going there. Um, Yeah, that would be a stage one injury, yeah. Stage one all the way to stage four. Stage Stage two looks a little bit like a blister. You know, it has that little raised area, maybe a little little sticky, right? Yeah. The, the skin's a little bit fragile over the, the top. It might not be open yet, but um, but you can tell it's getting worse from just that original pink rubbing or, you know, just from sitting sitting on that area. Hey, guys, I keep forgetting the name, but what is that when your body reacts and you get... Autonomic dysreflexia. Yeah. Thank you. I keep forgetting that and I should know it, but so, that is a result. That could, that could be a warning sign. Oh, absolutely. That's my warning sign. Okay. I use it. I use it all the time. So that's that's what I use for for prevention because I have spared feeling throughout my whole body. Um, it's more of like a, a nerve nerve pain type of situation, uh, and it's, it's I have what they call spared sacral something, I know, spared sacral feeling or spared sacral something. So I have really bad nerve pain right on my on my coccyx and my sacral, which uh, which is a pretty funny joke, right? I sit all day. Why not make it hurt? Right, dumbass. Um, oh wait a minute. Wait, God, <laughs> God has a great sense of humor. <laughs> so um, yeah. So what I do is when I'm sitting there and I start feeling like I can feel a little bit of autonomic dysreflexia symptoms come on. I start getting a little warm or something of the sort. Then I, I know, oh man, I got to move. Right, or I start having spasms. A lot of people can use their spasms or spasticity to help them uh, as a warning sign as well. I, I actually uh, have heard of I heard of a gentleman that um, because his heels were placed at a certain elevation or it was like his foot was off of his plate, mm-hmm. he got autonomic dysreflexia. It threw him into a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stroke. Yeah, he stroked out. Yeah, uh, that's a, I mean those are big deals. Those are, those are all things that you should uh, that that you should be checking too. You know the way your foot sit in. How if you wear shoes, right? Like how are your shoes put on? Are your shoes big enough? Are they too small? Are they too tight? Did somebody tie them too tight? Did they put them on the wrong foot? Did somebody leave the paper in them? Because this happened to me before. I got a brand new pair of shoes. Somebody left the paper 
oh, in the no. in front of it, <laughs> shoved my foot in there. Oh, no. And all day yeah. long, I'm spasming, going, geez, I'm sweating everywhere. I feel like crap. Couldn't figure anything out. Finally, one a nurse, we were at the doctor, and the nurse takes off my shoe and goes, well, it could be this. Oh, yeah. my God. So, Talk about. Yeah. So for somebody that's maybe a new injury that doesn't know much about autonomic dysreflexia, it's your body's response to uh, noxious, noxious stimulus. It can cause super high blood pressure can happen to anyone with a T6 or above injury, and the symptoms are like a pounding headache, usually excessive sweating. Yep. Um, I don't know. That's yeah. what I. That's my symptom. I get. I get sweat. I get the sweats. I get a headache. I get spasm. Like my spasm, spasticity level goes way, way up. Yep. Um, and what's the first thing you check when that happens? Uh, bladder and bowel. I yeah. always go bladder first. Yeah. Uh, then bowels. And then, or I try to move around, I guess, before because for some of us, bowel programs are, are, are very difficult. You know, you have to, I transfer, have to be transferred out of this chair into a different chair and then moved over to, you know, so that could be a, a process. And if it's unsuccessful, right, then you're now you're another 20 minutes into an AD episode when sometimes you could have fixed it by checking your foot or checking just moving your pressure or something else around. So I try to check my bladder. I try to move around, see if it's, you know, something on my butt or something on my on my on my feet or my heels or something of the sort. If it's none of those, then I go to bow. Yeah. Now, one of the things that, you know, I really want to stress to everyone is you have to be your own advocate, okay? You know, just because a person, emergency personnel or doctors or nurses, you know, not everyone's trained with all the knowledge. I mean, that's just that's just not how it works. So if you're willing to be your own advocate, you will save yourself time. It, um, really get them to listen to what is going on in your life. And, and especially, you know, if you're feeling something and they're not listening, make sure to just let them know, you know, hey, have you heard of autonomic dysreflexia? You know, do you know what this is about? Do you know how serious this is? I think uh, also, too, I carry a card in my wallet. It is an autonomic dysreflexia card Yeah. that uh, when you go. So if you're having a, a severe AD episode and you do need to go to an emergency room of some sort, I have a card that I can hand to the nurses that pretty much tells them everything that you need to know about it and, how to, and the first ways to treat it or look at. We so actually, that way you don't have to even you know, necessarily worry about it because at that point sometimes – it's very difficult to express what you're feeling or what you're trying to get done because panic sets in, anxiety, all that stuff comes in with, with a heavy AD episode. So they also have... Um, we have handouts here, too. And you can find them online, too. Yep. I'm sure at Mayo Laminated Clinic, cards. Christopher Reeves, yep. yeah. all that, .org, uh, all stuff like that. And, and another thing that they use is um, what they use for heart attacks. What's that stuff? Uh, nitro. Nitro. So <laughs> I ha I carry nitro paste everywhere I go. I have it in my just in my in my side pocket of my chair. Uh, it's nitro bid. It's called. I carry it everywhere just in case I'm somewhere and I and I can't get to a hospital and I have a bad AD episode. I can put that on there. It'll lower your blood pressure and sustain it a little bit to to give you some more time to get to somebody who is an expert in emergency care of a sort. But that's not the fix. That's just really no. to prolong that's not your ability to get to someone. No, yeah, you're absolutely. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a fix. It's just something that I use or, or something that I carry with me uh, in case. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I've used, I've had to use it on an airplane before um, in which I had an AD episode on an airplane oh, dang. Uh, while we were in the air. And so I had to use it. Yeah, you know, I mean, cause, because there's no there's no way to get to something. You or can't get to just somewhere. step out, yeah. right? You can't just go well, check your. Well, balls. Unless they give you a parachute, right. I would love to see that though. <laughs> that that might throw you into a even higher AD. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely stroking out for sure on that one. Yeah, right? I suppose. So yeah, I mean, there's so there's there are ways that you can go about uh, being smart of the situation. You know, just having things with you to help you with autonomic uh, dysreflexia episodes, and also with. As far as the pressure ulcers and stuff go, you you just you have you have to be the person. You have to take control of your own like like Eric was saying. You have to take control of your own care. If you don't take the the time to do a pressure relief, then it's your fault. It, it you know what I mean. It's not anybody else's fault. It, it's yours. So 
Right. And I think you also have to learn your body. Sure. Your body's sending you signals all the time. And that's something we have to figure out as people with disabilities or paralysis, you know, exactly what does that little tingle in my neck mean? What does that little sweat on my forehead mean? You know, I know I ate five burritos yesterday. What does that mean today? You know? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> man. You are burritos. Oh, my God. And we get an idea, you know, what goes in, how much comes out, all that stuff. We, we kind of weigh that in our mind all the time. And As you should that's be. Really, yeah, absolutely. That's something that, I mean, most people don't have to do. We have to keep uh, keep that in mind. Oh, yeah. No, and, uh, um, I think maybe to round this out, uh, is there anything – to that, oh, I, I, I know. You're when you at you're sleeping. Okay, what, what is, what is your sleeping positioning for, for either of you? I don't, either of you, whoever wants to start. How do you position yourself in bed in order to be able to have a good night's sleep, but also not have to fully worry too much about getting a pressure sore as you're sleeping? Personally, I, I start out on my back and stay that way for a little while. And then during the night, I have a grab bar on the wall next to my bed. So my my bed is up against the wall, and I have a grab bar there. And I can get my arm under that and, and pull enough to turn myself on my side. And I try to sleep on my side as much as possible. Me too. I sleep and on my side. Yeah. It's worked for all these years. Again, I haven't had any, knock on wood, major, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Uh, major... <laughs> Uh, skin breakdown so it seems to work for me um yeah same here i uh i'll start out on my back and then i'll lose circulation in my legs i'll feel that and then i'll turn on my side and then i'll lose circulation and i'll have to turn back on my back and and i got to keep my arms because my arms are really uh developed and but the thing i'm realizing as i get older is i'm losing circulation when it's raised above my heart by developed, w- what do you really mean here? I'm swole. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Hulk. L- ladies and gentlemen, that's not the same guy I'm looking at, but it's okay. I mean, that's why I wanted to know what your idea well, was. Well, I mean, we're not like, like, you know, we're not like uh, Hulk Hogan or anything, but I, I do you got, got... 20. You don't got 26-inch pythons? No, no, but I, I do got muscles. So 24. It, these, 24. Are my, these are my legs, you know. I use my arms to get everywhere, so... Uh, I'm teasing you, bro. So I guess if you can't turn yourself, have somebody that can help you yeah. during the night, at least a couple, yeah. a couple times a night. And, uh, you right. know, um, if you can't see back there, use a mirror. Or, you know, I've told people, use your cell phone. Take a picture. Yep. Try Just try Big not time. to accidentally post it on Instagram. Yeah, don't yeah right. That. No, please. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Yeah. yeah. Nobody. But, uh, <laughs> Don't put one, that in the comments. <laughs> it's one way to look. Well, at you know, you could send it to az really? spinal really? slash Eric <laughs> slash Eric because he does he he's, he does like blackheads. Maybe that's on, your commentary on, on, on wow. our show. <laughs> he was talking about oh, butt man. pimples. Wow. Anyway. So maybe gonna, you might want to see yours. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know really? what he wants. Really? I don't know what he wants. I'm uncomfortable <laughs> the direction this is going. I'm not sure what he likes. I am very not, uncomfortable. Not my thing. You know what I mean? Not, not, not up to me. No, for me, I sleep on my side. Um, I use a pillow behind me, a, a long body pillow behind me to help me stay propped on my side, but yet I can still move a little bit. I have a little move room so I can get the pressure off a little bit. I use a pillow between my knees so my two, my knees aren't touching each other. I also put a pillow underneath of the bottom leg that's touching the bed, so that way my ankle is floating. My ankle bone is mm. floating, and then so th- I mean that's part of what I use for my for my sleeping regimen. You know, just okay. to make sure that there is no places that are receiving a ton of pressure other than your hip at that point. And then your hip, you, sh- you if you can move a little bit, you can manipulate. Otherwise, then you should be having caregivers. If you're not able to move yourself in bed, you should be having somebody or a caregiver or a friend or a, a loved one move you every what is it three or four hours. You should be you should yeah. be moved. I have a I have a couple more suggestions. Go ahead. Um, well, for one, have you guys ever done the pressure mapping? Yes. Okay, so there's a way you can go like maybe outpatient rehab. They put down this uh, it's like a paper thing over your cushion and it. It shows on a computer screen 
any hot spots you have. So mm -hmm. using that technology, they can figure out what cushion might work best for you. So I suggest people try that if they're having any issues with pressure injuries. Posture. Posture, yeah, exactly. The chair, are you sitting right? Mm -hmm. Are you getting a good pressure release? All that stuff. So because like even me and you, we're the same injury, but we sit completely different in our chair. Right. You you sit more straight up. I, I, li I, I like my hip. Yeah. My, well, my chair doesn't my tilt a like yours. farther so forward. Yeah. Because I, I like to have more stability in my upper half. You're so a little I more hippy. A little farther forward. Yeah. You're a little like Shakira. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> hips don't lie. These <laughs> hips don't lie over what here. What a visual. Huh? What a These visual. hips don't lie. Yeah. That's for sure. Exactly. <laughs> you so. know, you, you bring up a real good point. Um, you know, just because someone may have the same level of disability or same level of injury. You know, I've seen when someone who has a similar injury that I have, and they're walking. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean. I know quads that walk, too. Yeah, right. walking quads. So, I mean, just yeah. because you have a certain level of injury doesn't make you in this exclusive club. And I think that goes back to what you were saying earlier. If we were going to round this out and try to kind of get it to a close so we can move to these questions. What, what you were saying earlier is you, got, you have to learn. You have to understand your body. Don was saying it. I've said it several times. Understand your body. Understand what triggers you have that, that make you have you know feel this way and then also be your own advocate and the fact that you need to move you need to do all these things and you have to understand that it's part of your life now yep. and you have to understand that i have two really quick go other ahead. things go ahead, to add. Go ahead, go ahead. so one thing if you're having a surgery let them know that you can't lay on your back for an extended period of time because i know people have gone in for surgery and while they were under laying on the table, hard table for three hours, they developed a pressure injury. Oh so my goodness, be, be cognizant of that. And then um, lastly, I think be aware that if you're using an air cushion like a Rojo, that elevation changes can change the air pressure in your cushion. Because if we drive from Phoenix up to Flagstaff, which is a change of what, 5,000 feet mm -hmm. in elevation? Yeah. Our air cushions become rock hard. You have to let some air out. Same uh, thing I mean, with flying. When you fly, flying, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, even though they say they're pressurized cabins, they're not necessarily fully pressurized to what it would be at zero or wherever you maybe you may be. So after you fly, make sure you always bring a pump with you, so you can decrease and increase however you you feel necessary to be comfortable and get it, get your cushion back to what oh, it should. Oh, you be. know another thing with these rojos, you actually don't really need a pump. They're low pressure, so. If you have to, if you don't have a pump with you, just like a beach ball, just blow into the, the valve and you can get the air pressure just the way you want it. It's <laughs> all right. Say hey, it. Are you? Say yeah, it. So, yeah. say he's it. Got, yeah, I know I'm where he's gonna, going with that. I'm going to leave that one alone, too. I'm going to leave that one. I'm going to let that one go past. Go. All right. Yeah. Good addition. Yeah, thank you. Down. All right. Good addition. I think down. we covered that topic. And <laughs> yeah. You're out of your element, Donnie. You're <laughs> I, out of your element. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> uh, anything else before we finish this one out? Yeah, I have one thing. Oh, we were talking we about it earlier that, you know, a lot of times the worst pressure ulcers are actually developed not at home but in the hospitals. Even if you're going for a short stay, like you are saying, they can develop in an hour, two hours, three hours. So, um, you know, like you guys were saying, you have to be your own advocate, even in the hospital. Don't be afraid to call the nurses in there every two hours and say, no, I need to be turned. I understand you have other patients, other stuff going on, but... Um, and that's what, what I see a lot is people say, oh, I didn't want to bother you. I don't want to, you know, I, didn't, I don't want to be a burden. No, you you mm -hmm. need to be turned. You need to get your care. Don't hesitate to ask. And don't, um, you know, be on top of it as soon as you know you're, you're going to be in the hospital I'll or in sure a facility. As soon as I get in there. I know you do. I'll be like, listen here, sweetheart. You're going to be seeing me about every 15 minutes. Sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> that's a way to get on the list. You're right. right <laughs> I know. Hey, I said honey. That, that, that's just for you, Tyler. My, bro my brother just gets on me for it. Yeah. I, say it I say it just to, just to anger him. <laughs> I'm that kind of guy, huh? That is a uh, that's a very good point, though. <laughs> so you're gonna be seeing me every 15 to 30. So mm -hmm. get used to this face. <laughs> I've had more pleasant thoughts. <laughs> you're out of your element, Donnie. I know. Stay in Thanks, your lane. Nina. Oh yeah. By the on. way, that was fantastic. It was yeah. awesome to have an RN's point of view on that. I thought too. Heck yeah. Uh, so what time is it? It's. I don't party. What it game time? Here party we go. Time? It's Nina time. It's Nina time. Oh, I forgot about that. It's Nina.
Nina time. Nina's got some questions, some submissions. We got three questions today. Nina, fire off the first one for us. Yeah, our first question is from Jason. Jason asks, I live at home with full-time caregivers, so dating is very difficult for me. How can I make this easier? Oh, I I mean, do you two, you want to start? Because this is right up my wheelhouse. This is right in my wheelhouse. Jump in. But if you guys want to go ahead first. Because both you guys are freaking married. I got so lucky. What do you guys I got know lucky. about anything? I, I mean, I got lucky. Seriously, <laughs> it was pure You've luck. You've been married for sixty-two years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Outkicked his coverage. No, I here. Here's a. It, it. I think everything comes down to communication. What was his name again? Jason. Jason. This from Jason. Hey, Jason. Everything comes down to communication on that situation. Um, you need to communicate effectively with both your caregivers and your family to let them understand that even though you're disabled. You're still a human being. You still have needs. You still want to find love. You still want to date. You still want to do all those things. Um, so they need to learn to be comfortable with that situation. They need to learn to be comfortable with you bringing people home if, if that's what you do. If you're gonna, you know, if you find a girlfriend, you want to bring somebody in. Also, you need to be able to talk to your caregivers and understand that they need they need to know you need privacy during certain moments and other times as well. So for me, it's all about communication on this one. Um, if you have a good relationship with the people that are working for you, um, I think this is could be fairly easy. I think I think it could make it a little easier for you to communicate with them. What I like to do is I like to tell people that are working for me because I I as well have people working for me twenty four hours a day. Um, I like to tell them, hey, you know, why don't you you can go and do something for a little while, just have your phone up. If I need you, I'll call you back. Or you can, if they live close, hey, go ahead and go home for a few hours or of the sort, and and I'll call you back. Or you know, if you have a a significant other over of the sort, you can tell you can tell them those things. And, and most of the time, they'll be very happy to do those do those things for you and help and and, and give you your privacy. You know, I I do have a point on the dating. Do what you enjoy doing. If you do what you enjoy doing, you, you you know your best foot is automatically put forward because you're enjoying yourself. You know, um, if you think you got to go to a bar or a dance club and you, you don't like to dance or you don't like to be at the bar, I mean, wrong place, buddy. You know, sure. wrong place. Um, but you know, if that's your scene, then by all means, go there, do it. You know, it's yeah. do what you're comfortable with, do what you enjoy doing. If you like to go, and you know. <laughs> If you like to get out into nature, well, gosh darn it, you know, find a way to get out into nature. You will find people around you, and you never know. You'll stumble in. That's how. That's actually how I found. Uh, how I found Lourdes, is I went swimming, and swimming is one of the things I've always loved to do. And she was swimming, and we were actually both having bad days, and we figured. Was she it out. singing the song "Paper Planes"? No. <laughs> that right there would have been Sample a that. that would have been a, a bit 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 that would have been a bit 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 oh, oh opposite oh was that, that one that flew over all nerd three alert. of her heads oh oh so I should be doing music, this one music nerd yeah right <laughs> do, do, so. do, nerd alert <laughs> oh that's the one I gotta get that's going yeah that's right sample that bud yeah. so uh, well Jason didn't say it but I think maybe implied in the question is how do you meet people as far as dating goes and I think I mean, online dating is kind of the way people are doing mm-hmm. it now. It seems that way. So, side question, and this might it's be difficult. another yeah, just, whole just issue. Just don't watch you with these answers. Well, you know where I'm going with this? Yeah, go ahead and ask, though. Do you um, disclose in an ad that you have a disability right I up do. front? I do. I, I online date. I do all that stuff. And, and I make sure that I when I post photos, I post at least one or two photos that you can definitely 100% see my chair. You you would have to be blind not to see it. And mm-hmm. not that there's anything wrong with being blind, but what I'm saying is you'd have to be in order not to see that I'm sitting in the chair. So one, that's an easy way to disclose, right? right. And it's right. also an easy way to not have to go down two, three weeks of a path and then disclose and then find out the person may not be interested anymore, right? Isn't that called catfishing? 
we're, we're not. I don't oh, think we're trying. I don't think I'm he's sorry. trying to catfish people. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, I just had to bring that in. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you, if you Thanks, do, even though, well, by I mean, the way, I've you s- do you you are the doppelganger of what's his name from Catfish. No, the television show. I just now realized oh, that. God. Right? No. Look, look him up. Him. Look yeah. Eric up because yeah. he is the guy with the beard. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So no, I agree with you. I think, um, Jason, if you do the online dating, do tactfully let people know that you have disability but it doesn't define you you know it's just part of your life you're a normal dude like everybody else and you know straight up front you know if this is an issue for you don't respond to me but no this is this is just a minor part of who i am right i had a i have a side comment on that because when i was single i did do some online online uh dating and one of the things i was up front and that whole I, it's like I attracted people who wanted to be around the victim mentality thing. Wanted to be your mom, something like that. Yeah, yes, take care of you, or, or you know, they were they were you know the take care of you types, or so you got to be careful of this sort of stuff because you know it it it's a whole arena. That of, is that is a very it's it's a it's a thing of its own. Yeah. Actually, uh, mm-hmm. online there's a it's a thing of its own where people are that's what they're into is being in the care like a caregiver for people. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole thing. You don't want you don't want to go there. I went there. You don't want to go there. Let me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I was just gonna say you need to <laughs> nothing wrong with no. <laughs> what is it called? Uh, devotees or yes, something? Yes, yeah. devotees, Devo- devotees, devotees, yeah. devotees, devotees, um, whatever. It's it's very big uh, in Australia and Canada. It's a huge thing. Um, that's what I noticed. Most of the people that came after me were. And from Canada, and this all happened to me on Facebook. Actually, I wasn't even looking for it. But Could you tell because they were all ending their sentence? No, with because a. they all yeah. Well, they all typed as they were typing. They typed a at the end of it. Yeah, that's what they did. <laughs> so how you doing, a? <laughs> so that what is it like a mix of like uh, Dracula and Canada? Yeah, you just pretty did much, that? pretty much Dracula and Canada. Um, all right, Jason. I think we answered his question. Yeah, you know, he's he's set. Yeah. Also, I think one more thing with your with your photos. The thing that you brought up, um, the photos that I have of me in a in a chair I try to make those photos of something that what Eric said of something that I'm enjoying doing right not just sitting in front of your television uh, in your chair that's your picture right make it something that you enjoy doing but the chair is also in the picture but they also see that you're out and about and enjoying your life at the same time and I think that'll help you out, man. Hopefully, we can help you out with that, Jason. And and good luck, my friend. Let us know. Write us back. Send, yeah, send us yeah, more Jason, messages. Jason, give us some us comments. We want to be invited to the wedding. Yep. I don't. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> that figures. Just, just kidding, Jason. Just kidding, Jason. We're good. We're good. <laughs> All right. Next question here, guys. Eight months post-injury, wondering, is driving independently possible? Don? Uh, um, Don drives. I drive, but Don, uh, go ahead. Well, I think in most cases it is, but it depends on your level of um, your level of injury, your ability to move, and also uh, you know if you have blackouts or severe spasticity, those might be issues. Mm-hmm. But uh, for most people, the technology is available to drive. Um, one of the things that comes into play is the cost of having Absolutely. an accessible vehicle. And if you can get help through maybe a program like vocational rehabilitation, if you're using the vehicle for work, that makes a big difference. If you have to pay out of pocket, the adaptations typically are more costly than the actual vehicle. Absolutely. I'd like to clarify on the voc rehab. I know they won't pay for your vehicle, but they'll pay for the upgrades. Exactly. Yeah, if if, if that's what's needed for work. It's it's the same thing with most insurance companies at this point now. I think that was a a court case now, and it's actually set in a precedent that they don't have to pay for the actual vehicle. Nobody nobody does. They just pay for modifications of a vehicle that you purchase. So So there are companies that will do driver's evaluation. You get to go take some classes, do a little road testing. They can offer you different types of hand controls and equipment to try, figure out what works best for you. And then you have to have a doctor's um, prescription to get those hand controls. Also a certain amount of hours on the road with the, with those fellas, too. And they have to those be... Those ladies ins- or gentlemen, those people. So the, the hand controls have to be installed by a certified hand control specialist. You know, mm-hmm. they can't just go... To your friend and say, "Hey, you know, put these in my vehicle." 
It's not going to work that way. Well, you know, I got a story not, about that. Oh. I, I don't think it. I think you can if it's if you're if you're a para, right? I mean, if you're a high para or, or something of the sort, mm, you can just no. That don't puts, they have those ones you can buy? So yeah, no, just no. Hooks right that now. puts you at at legal risk. You know, you could be liable if there's an issue, an accident. Say yeah, there's an accident and the hand controls failed. So, they were not installed properly. Yeah. You're you're liable. So so your buddy Jim wants to install them. Don't let him do it. Yeah. So. Uh, so here's my story. Um, I'm up in Flagstaff, Arizona. I'm buying my first Jeep Wrangler, 1995 red Jeep Wrangler, 31-inch tires, off-road, the whole bit. Lifted, everything. I was so excited about it. My other two buddies, they got the same year of Jeep. You know, we had a we had a tan one, a red one, and then we had a green one. And it, they're awesome, you know. So I just got it. I was so excited. And, I, and it was a used dealership. And I said, hey, you know. Will you put my equipment on? And they're like, yeah, but you know, we're not liable, and you know, don't tell anyone. And I'm like, okay, You're fine, great. This. Took it off the lot. I'm like, okay, my controls weren't working the greatest, and I'm like, oh, I can't stop. And so I I manage to stop, and I get to I get to a place, um, like a little uh, a little strip mall sort of situation, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's just me. So I, I practiced a little bit before I left, and then when I left. I was pumping the brakes as hard as I could, and a Jeep doesn't stop over anything. So it crawled over the median. Oh, no. Not, not into traffic, just like there was a brick wall, and it literally crawled over, killed a tree. Nice. And went into the brick wall Smack and bent my bumper just a little bit. Now, my friend drove it home. I actually installed it. And I did a great job, by the way. And you're, you're taking Don's point away. Yeah, bud. I, I know. For, I know. I, I know. Story, I know. Your I story am. is really th- put, putting Don in a bad spot. The, here. the 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 point is, I shouldn't have. I should go through a certified <laughs> individual to do this. Can we read those disclaimers <laughs> one more time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm not a professional, and uh, I wasn't certified, and I shouldn't have done that. However, I did, and uh, I I got to tell you. Um, yeah, don't get go to a professional for this, okay? Because Absolutely. it's not safe to have someone that even, doesn't know what they're doing. Even with professionals doing it, you can still have yeah issues of the sort, and <laughs> I've had those <laughs> oh, as well. Yeah. I've had the uh, the non functioning issues as you're driving as well. It's not fun. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not fun. That's something you also have to think about too if, if you're going to venture in down in the driving world. Is that you're taking a risk. Like everybody else who's in, oh, yeah. who's on the road, and maybe even a little more because of the equipment and the fact that you're using your hands is it's a it's a much different ball game than say learning to drive when you were 16 or 15 in a regular right. car. But so if you can in any way drive, it is it's a game I think changer. It is a game changer. Oh, absolutely, it's, it gives you so much independence and freedom. Um, I mean, I don't know what I do without my vehicle. I drive with hand controls. I think you do too, right, John? I yeah. do. I, I, I mean, I don't drive much anymore, but mm-hmm. I, I used to drive a so, lot. So I mean, that gives you a lot of freedom, and uh, I mean, there's nothing like that. As you said, a game changer. Yeah. So yeah. I like I I, I like I like having a and driver. Look- Look at uh, way technology has changed. Okay, Mister. Okay, Mister. Money. Lie to you, <laughs> Mister. I like it. I like having a driver. <laughs> I mean, think about self-driving cars now that are coming up. We have them all. I have a self-driving cars. car. Her name's Nina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, why do you prefer having a driver over driving yourself anymore? Uh, I don't. That way, I don't have to worry. So for me, I had a lot of PTSD driving because uh, my accident came from a vehicle. Uh, motor vehicle accident. So for me, it it, it became uh, an issue for me through anxiety and all these other sorts. That I was really fighting that every time I was going somewhere. So you know, for me, independence towards having somebody do that and not having as much of the anxiety and all the stuff. So I still do drive uh, certain places, certain times, just not as much. Um, you know, I you know, I kind of like feeling like. You know, like the president of the United States or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like a, a, I got somebody driving me. This is uh-huh. nice. Again, it's personal <laughs> preference. There you go. You know, uh-huh. I could I could take a nap in the car if I want to. Who asked that question? <laughs> All right. Um, that was no name. That was anonymous. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. Well, no yeah. name. 
So, and then this last one here. Hey, listen to the first episode, and I loved it. Are you planning on having any guest speakers or any other people to tell their stories anytime soon? That's Don's alley. This is now we're in your element, Don. That's your. <laughs> well, that's you your, know, that's your job. <laughs> well, <laughs> we all know people with disabilities, and every one of us has a great story or stories. Uh, we need to bring people in just to tell those things, and we could have a lot of fun with that. Sure. Oh yeah. yeah. And, you know, we haven't even we haven't even scraped the surface of the stories that all three of us oh, have. Man. I mean, good lord. I mean, we got so we haven't much scraped going. the surface surface of, of of this podcast yet. To be honest with you, yeah. Like, yeah. It's I mean, we on what we're going to do with even it. our own stories. I mean, we haven't delved too deeply into that. Mm-hmm. But and I think we're going to be doing that. I think uh, you know, sooner or later, Donnie is going to jump into his element, and uh, he's going to start bringing some guests. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, we give Don one job. That's the job. And we, as you can tell, we don't have any guests yet. So. Well, I, I have you know, and I, I do have some people that I've talked to as well. So, we, I have a consultant for Social Security. Um, I have someone I want to bring in. I want to try to bring in that will talk about voc rehab. Well, aren't we supposed to get hypnotized too? Down. I oh, need, yeah. yeah, I need Let's to make that, that happen. That's got to happen. Hypnotist, I want to do that. <laughs> you know, Nina <laughs> already said sure that she's going to... On, uh, on radio or... I don't know. Podcast. Why not? We could just put a mic on there and let them hypnotize everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's know. do this. Yeah, we'll have to make a disclaimer, you know, don't listen to this while you're driving. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> no heavy machinery, don't be driving. Yeah. Make sure you're in a safe spot before you listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, if you know us, be prepared, because we're going to come... Tapping on you and get you on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it. I like yeah. it. I think the the more people we can get on here, the better, the more stories and more beneficial to everybody else in, in the community. And that's and that's what we're here for, right, fellas? Yep, yep. And I'm talking. I'm talking to everyone. People. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. people. I keep saying so, fellas, and I forget. Nina's here. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, hopefully we will be getting some more uh, estrogen <laughs> on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> At some <Ooh>. point. <laughs> <laughs> He's grunting over there. He's a caveman. Well, I mean, isn't the term "dude" universal now? I mean, I, I thought Is I read. So, yeah, I thought I thought "dude" was actually Can a universal you say dude term for now. anybody. I think I, I, think I didn't say think people even like to be called "dude." I don't like to be called "dude." Hey, dude. No, I'm not "dude." I'm going to call you "dude." I mean, unless unless you're doing it in brevity for El Duderino or <laughs> the Duder, the Duder, the Dude, right? the Dude Meister. I mean, there's only one dude. Yeah, that's, that's the true. Big Lebowski. So yeah, he abides. Me, I'm the dude. For me, <laughs> I appreciate you didn't call me dude when you send me messages. Thank you very much. I'm going to call you the dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to happen. Now. Um. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> guests, we're going to have them. We definitely are going to have them. We're going to be bring prepared. In. Once Don gets into his element, we'll get some. I can get some for next next taping. Uh, all, all right, right let's, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we'll have somebody in. Right there, we go. For whoever asked the question, thank you. You got you got Don to get us a guest. That was a brilliant episode. question, by the way. It was a brilliant question. No, no, guys, just so you know, I have we have four mics, so I'll probably step out and be the technical assistant for that show. Or yeah, or Nina, or me, or yeah, you. Yeah, or we'll figure it out. But I mean, we'll I'm just letting you know that we're, we're going to figure it out. We're going to have fun with this. Yeah, we'll have we'll have people in tell their stories. If there's People that you want to nominate and or people that you think or even yourself, if you think you wanted to be, come on the show and talk about it and you have something good to talk about and want to, you know, enlighten everybody with your story, hit us up on YouTube or on uh, azspinal.org or on Spotify. Yeah. YouTube's probably going to be the best place or Facebook. Facebook, yeah. 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 We'll be po- I'll be posting all of these on Facebook too. And the, the other so thing there. is... Um, Worst comes to worst, we can actually take a call with this setup. Perfect. So we can actually have someone call in and talk to Perfect. us. Perfect. That we would can get be the medical worst. Professionals. Yeah. We can get some medical professionals in here, then we can just take that first dis- one of those disclaimers out of there. <laughs> right. Mm, yeah. No, but we, I think we definitely will, and uh, I, I look forward to all that. I look forward to asking some questions and, and learning myself as well. Yeah, that sounds great. What Let's else we got? We got anything else? I know we're hitting right around the 45 minutes or somewhere past that at this point, so that's where we like to try to keep it for everybody. Um, if you guys have any parting words. Hey, keep going, everyone. Just keep going. Make it work. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a slice. Had, had a great time again tonight. 
Well, let's sure. do it. Let's do it two weeks from now. Everybody check it out. Leave Every your- two weeks, Podriplegics Podcast. SDH Sean Dallas Hall, Mister Eric Kenning, Mrs. Nina. You want? You don't probably don't want your last name out there. I'm sure you don't. As I wouldn't. I wouldn't want it out there if I was you. <laughs> and Mr. Don Price. For that, for all of us, we appreciate you listening. Please hit subscribe. Please hit like. Please leave a comment. I'm out. Peace.